We'd like to begin our podcast by stating that Deep Space Pride supports the WGA and SAG-AFTRA in their strike for a fair and equitable contract. This week, we talk about the news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con and the much-anticipated Strange New Worlds Lower Decks crossover called Those Old Scientists. Thanks for joining us. Johnson. Hey, Mike. How are you? I am doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm back in the United States after being in London for a week. That was a harrowing, a harrowing experience, but I'm back. So, you know, well, welcome back all the way. Welcome back. Yes. I, I, noticed, I noticed that you got in a lot of steps in the UK. I did. Mm. It was a lot of walking, which I, as you know, don't like. But, mm. you know, there really wasn't a choice. We had to walk, which is fine. Yeah. Um, walking is not your favorite thing, but I am glad. It's but, not. It's not. You walk a lot. It's like I walk a lot. All the time. All the time. God. Except Are you still running? I have not run lately, no. Okay. I need to get back into that again. Um, things I've had a lot on my plate lately. Well, uh, were you gonna? You were going to go for another marathon, right? Yeah, as soon as we figure out more about the timing of the adoption. Um, right. So I think actually, I'm going to talk to Dennis at dinner tonight about maybe us signing up for a half marathon again together. Oh, okay. Um, just to have something on the plate to do. Just to have uh, something to aim for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm finding you know. myself uh, a little wayward in my running because I don't have another you goal. You don't have a goal. To, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's not so, some goals. Look at you, bitch. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I might, you know, we have a goal of completing this adoption. So there's that. Right. Um, yeah. So, Has that yeah. been still the main thing to keep you guys busy? Yeah, we spent uh, a lot of time this weekend doing paperwork and stuff. Oh, God. So, I thought most of the paperwork was done. So now we just completed another application. Um, what? That what goes do you mean another application? That goes to the government. So you have to apply to the U.S. government for permission to go to oh my God. another country to bring back a child. So Oh, my God. So we did that, and we finished our packet, pulling all our packets together, getting some final things notarized yesterday. Okay. So that's going out for the next stage of that. And uh, yeah, so it was a very busy weekend in that realm. So you gave the paperwork. I do, but now I'm like very like, got to get this right. You know, like getting all the, checking all the boxes and everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So here's to, um, yeah, continued momentum with that. So, yeah yeah so exciting but maybe maybe not like what do you still have uh any updates on timing or is it still kind of up in the air so hopefully we'll have our approval back from the government by the end of september and then okay then it's pretty much just us finding the right kid 
and then we make plans after that. So, have you guys started looking? Is there like a catalog? No, not yet. No, they're actually going to. Oh, did you hear the, the yeah, background? Yeah, what is that? What is that? So the window is open. That was like this is uh, so on my street. You know, their cars driving by with their windows down and music. Oh, playing. So okay. I was like, what I'm is a, that? Hopefully, well, I, I guess if you heard it, it did not remove background noise. But oh well. well yeah. Oh well. This our, is New York City. Are, our listeners are going to hear it and be like, "What the fuck?" There you go. Well, that's New York City. Well, that's a small piece of New York City. So, right. so well, yeah. it, well, your your office, quote unquote office, is also now right by the street. Correct. Yes. Yes. I am now. As we moved forward in this process, we get the <laughs> we're cleaning out the back room where my office used to be to be the bedroom. So right. Um, yeah, all this is part of the process. So. Yeah, exciting. Yes. Life so. upheaval. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love, I love life upheaval. And there's oh been God. more than my fair share of that, but we don't need to get into yeah. it. Yeah, you have uh, been busy. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot going on. So, but um, let's jump into talking about some Star Trek news. Yes, there's a bunch of Star Trek news yesterday. Yeah, uh, Sandy, so, you know, yes, yeah, so San Diego Comic-Con, all this stuff came out. How can they, right. how does Paramount do this for Comic-Con, yet cannot do it the rest of the year? I is don't my, know. You know, don't know, that's my big question right now. It's like, they planned all this. It was came out really well. I got the news feeds, you know, coming mm-hmm. in and all of this. And I was like, oh, look at them being organized and pulling shit together. And um, I'm like, today I'm like, why can't they do that for like, you know, first contact day and Picard day and all, you know, all these different things. Well, I think they probably need to also compensate for the whole actor, you know, the SAG after strike. Right. And not having much in the way of appearances from any of the cast members. Right. Right. Yeah. They need to kind of make up for it. So, like they didn't have to do, they didn't have to announce that episode nine of Strange New Worlds is a musical. Like we had no idea. Like I, you know, right, they didn't yeah. have to do that, but they need something to, you know, they need some there, buzz, right? I guess. Right. right. But no one's there to yeah. talk about it. So, I mean, sure. I guess I'm guessing the executive producers were there to talk about it. At the I have no panel. idea. I, yeah. I don't know who was in Hall H um, presenting. Yeah, I don't actually. either. Yeah, all I so. got was the like news releases. So right. Um, um, so yeah, that was a surprise to me. I, I had no idea that that was happening. I mean, there was this long rumored musical episode that Discovery wanted to do. I think yes, um, yes, because like so, I think a lot of the cast members have been in musicals, right? In yes, case. exactly. So, yeah, makes sense. that that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so that was a surprise. We got a lower decks trailer, mm-hmm. which um, you know this week's Strange New Worlds episode was. Super pumped me up for more lower decks. Yeah, <laughs> I think that 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 uh, you know I think uh, after watching this week's episode, I think that lower decks and Strange New Worlds are kind of like the flagship shows of Star Trek right now. Definitely not Prodigy <laughs> by Felicia. Wow, well, you know, yeah. Um, know. Unfortunately, like, which was good. Yeah. We we enjoyed Prodigy. Prodigy was I know. excellent. We did. Did. it's so sad yeah. tears tears yeah um so we got a new trailer for that which looks exciting a lot of hints at different things and i mean it's the usual like there's a lot happening yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a lot happening to the point of like what is happening yes so, 
Yes, yeah. and you don't know which episodes these are all from, whether they're from one or, you know, a couple right. or like all 10 of them or whatever. Right. So, yeah, but it still looks great. And so that launches September 7th, which. Yeah, a little bit later this year. But yep. Yeah. I guess they need, well, now they need to kind of like drag it out because after Stranger Worlds, we have Lower Decks and then Discovery. Nothing. Was there a day for Discovery? No, just the, so that was the other piece. I think all of it said early. 2024 so you know probably looking at january or february i would think but they didn't really give a date for that um but it was strongly hinted at that it would be early 2024 so right yeah but i don't um my feeling on that is based on the strike i think that we're going to get the same thing that they did last time which was break it up uh, yeah, like halfway I mean, through the season because they're you know they're trying to do that wrap up or they were going to go and do this you know wrap up rewrite the ending of it whatever right. they were going to do to give discovery a send-off and now they can't do that so my feeling and my thought process again my thought process is not similar to paramounts in any way shape or form <laughs> no um, it's not uh, but my thought process is that we're going to get like the front half of the season. And then, well, the thing is after discovery, there's like nothing. There's nothing. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. There is nothing. Stranger right. world season three has started like shooting. Right. You know, and now it's definitely not going to start. Right. They were writing, but they haven't started shot, shooting anything. And section 31 has definitely not shot anything. They were and, about to section 31 and, was about to an Academy. <laughs> It's still like a twinkle in someone's eyes, kind of. Seriously, it really is. You know, so it's just like very, I think everything's very far off. Yeah, we're going to be watching reruns of, we're going to, we're going to be or talking we about. Or we might need to watch like, we might only need to watch like K-dramas next year. Like that's like oh, maybe. the only, because <laughs> all the, you know, that's, this always does impact uh, international production. So yeah, maybe oh, we'll all watch yeah. K-dramas. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, is, this a- Amer- is this American production? Yes, right, right. Or any actor who wants to be in SAG-AFTRA. Sure. So Which most international actors are not. Probably, so, yeah. Don't so really mind that yeah. as much. Uh, yeah. So that was all the news out of, right? Did we get everything? Yeah, what are your oh. thoughts? What? what? Oh, Discovery. <laughs> Discovery, they showed a five-minute scene. Right. Which? I did not. I only watched a minute and a half of it. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you have any thoughts to share? Uh, it's very like it's very typical discovery. Like it's you know, it's Michael um, Burnham saving Michael, the universe. Michael Burnham in charge, you know, and which you know I love Sonequa Martin Green. Don't get me wrong. Um, I you know I just why wish- does the captain always need to be in the most danger? Like it doesn't <laughs> right. make any sense. Like I've only seen a minute and a half. It yes. doesn't make any sense. She's that's- a captain now. She does not need to be in these conditions yes, and in these situations that put her at risk. It, that's not. It doesn't make sense. No, that's yeah. that's. I think that's my struggle with this, which is you know it's very. I guess I've heard it be said that it's very Kirk like. Which, you know, I, I get that, yes. It is very Kirk-like, like, lead from the front, all of that. But, you know, there's so many great other characters in this show. Why can't I know. they be know. a little more front and center? But anyway, yeah, we're not going to talk about 
too much about discovery right now because <laughs> what you don't want me to get on my soapbox we don't need to we don't need to get johnson on the soapbox about discovery today i know, I know. so I, there I we go refrain you what know. do you think about the strange new worlds uh musical episode you know i'm not a musical gay um but i'm not either yeah, yeah no, i know this yeah. is what it yeah so <laughs> so but, maybe it's, it's like yeah you know, we need like a third sh- it, yeah really we, we should have someone who's in here who's really excited about um excited about it but um i you know i love this cast i think they're very talented i think it'll be interesting and fine you know fine um right. i mean they wrote 10 new songs Brand new songs for this thing. Ten new that's songs. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So I mean, someone put a lot of effort into this. I love these characters. I love these actors. Um, so I, you know, yeah, I think um, you know, I'm okay with musical episodes. Like, there's some musical episodes of TV shows that I have really enjoyed. Um, the Buffy one comes to mind, actually. Like, I don't know. Okay. If, I don't recall the Arbor. I don't know if I ever watched it, but I definitely know of it. It was really good. Like, it was, it, it, like so Buffy did one. And for some reason, all, everything that can, comes to mind are from, like, the 90s. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, Buffy did one. Xena Warrior Princess did one. I oh, really? That. Oh, I yeah, don't remember yeah, that. Xena did one. Oh, wow. Um, I, don't even, I don't even remember, like, I'll, I can probably ask ChatGPT, like, what are some top 10, like, yeah. episodes or right. something. They are hit or miss for me. They, you know, again, I'm not into like musical theater or like whatever. So I think the thing that does bother me is the proportion of what we might call like silly, quote unquote, silly episodes Mm. versus like non-silly episodes. So there's like, that would make three kind of like silly episodes, quote unquote, this season. Are you counting charades in there? I'm counting a charade. Like, that. Okay. obviously, that's a more comedic episode, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That was this season's, like, Spock Amok. Yeah, so, yeah. There's, yeah, so we have charades. We have uh, those old scientists. And now, it was, like, uh, Subspace Rhapsody. So that's just, like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a, that's a, the yep. first season, it was, yeah, it was Spock Amok and um, the Losing Kingdom, right? Oh, right, yes. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So it was just, like, uh, you know that's that's just that you know we only have 10 episodes so it's right. like they're it's each a, very precious yes so, i agree i agree with yeah. you yeah and, and yeah. by the way i'm not saying that there isn't like character development or plot right. progression in yeah. you know in these in these episodes that's what i'm saying but it's like that's like almost 33 percent. you know that's a lot that's a high that's a very high proportion yeah um, yeah, it I is. like my I like kind of like my hard sci-fi, like hard hitting sci-fi, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think we're I, you know, and I when you said hard hitting sci-fi, I'm like I want a, I want episodes of the expanse. Right. I want like strange new like, worlds, you know. Like episode like, 8, which we did get to see but we won't talk about. That yeah. was that's like, oh, that dug really deep, right? Like, yes, yeah, it does. Excellent. Yep. I really like that episode because it's like gritty, it's deep, it really digs into the characters and their background and what happened to them. That's yeah. my that's kind of my shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Versus kind of the more still. I mean, like, I enjoy the occasional, like, oh, Spock goes crazy episode, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, this is, this is too many. Like, yeah. It's like one too many. Yeah, I, yeah, I tend to agree, especially since we were teased at the very beginning about the Gorn. 
Oh my God, where the fuck are they? <laughs> they yeah. are MIA. I yeah. like, you yeah. know, I don't think they're going to show up in the musical episode. No, I, doubt it. I don't think so. Either. Um, and kind of a spoiler, they don't show up in episode eight. So I'm kind of like, where, where are they? You know, there's. The- well, they're in the final episode, which they did release the name of, which is. I'm gonna say this wrong. Hegemy, hegemy. I can't even say it right. Hegemy, hegemy, hegemony, hegemony, hegemony. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, obviously they're gonna show up there. But Um, it's just like why they tease it in episode one and then the finale. That's it. mm -hmm. Like you know, they could have done a little bit more. No more cookie crumbs or breadcrumbs, whatever. Yes. Find a find a destroyed starship here. Find a broken colony here. Whatever. Yes, exactly. Or you hear a report about whatever, whatever. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. um, They were mentioned once in that the horror episode. (laughs) What's the name of it? The um, the Um, one where she goes crazy. Because um, yes. because they're collecting deuterium and that nebula, and they mentioned like, oh, the Gorn are expanding yes, territory. Yes, right. So they, yes. it was like named, their name dropped. But they were name dropped. Really, yeah. Yep. It wasn't really anything substantial. Right. Yeah. No, nope, so, I do recall that now. Lost in translation. Lost. Lost in. Yes. yes. So the name of the episode. So yeah, I'm like, where are they? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and also. This episode that we're about to talk about was dropped yesterday, way ahead of schedule. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I those old scientists are available to everyone, which is why we chose to talk about it this week, because we can put this out and everyone will have seen it. Right. Um, well, we could probably also, actually, by the time we publish this episode, everyone may have also seen episode eight. So we could talk about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember eight quite as much as, as, this episode because I just rewatched those old scientists. Yeah. So that yeah, we could same. talk about this. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about these old, those old, those scientists, old scientists, which yes. is a term from lower decks to describe the original series, which I love. Um, and what did you think? Is this one of your, for me, I will say this, this is one of my more enjoyable episodes of this season. Like this would be in the top third of episodes for me. Yes, yeah, so we want to give a quick summary before we dive in. Oh, Remember sure. Me? Yeah, do you have that up? I have, yeah. it, I have it up. I'm ready, bitch. Yes, bitch. Go for it. All right. Um, those old scientists. Uh, an accident while investigating a time portal sends Ensign's Beckett Mariner and Brad Boimler through time from the 24th century, and Captain Pike and his crew must get them back where they belong before they can alter the timeline, courtesy of Memory Alpha. Nice. Yes. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed how this whole episode started. Like, it was a Lower Decks episode. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was great. It was, yeah, it was great. And uh, I loved the opening sequence, too, because it was all I know, animated. it was all animated, yes. So, yes. Uh, Were the only Easter eggs, the, the, the space creature and um, the koala? I mean, were those the only Oh, I didn't ones? see the koala. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the koala. It's at the it's at the very end. Oh, I missed it. And I've yeah. watched it three times. I even oh, went back okay. and watched it again. Um, I, I, I missed the koala, but the space creature was great. I laughed yeah. when I saw that. I was like, yes. yeah, very, very apropos. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I actually, 
the first time I watched it, I actually skipped the title sequence and <gasps> caught the very end. And I was like, wait, what? And I went back. And then I went back oh, to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I watched I mean, it. I watched it. I, I you know, I, um, I will skip some intros to shows, but I really do just, I mean, Anson Mount's voice and like, I don't know. Okay. Just, I, I do like this theme. I love the theme. Um, I really sure. do. So, uh, yeah, don't worry. I watched it because, again, I was like, wait, it's different. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, so, initial thoughts. Good. Did they do a good job with this? Are we happy with this? Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. It was, it was very much, I, you know, like, Boimler and Mariner were very much just in character. Character, yes. It was great. Like, yeah. And it was funny when Mariner was like, do you notice how, like, slowly and slow everyone talks? And it's soft. True. They talk and soft. so And softly. And, and because literally everyone talks so fast on Lower Decks. Yes. And they kept that pace. They kept, like, their random references. <laughs> Yes, you know, like that. I like that how they, how I really liked how they kept in character. Yeah, um, and that that worked really well. Like, and yeah. people, you know, people would be like, "What are they talking about?" Like, it was so. It was such a stark difference from the reality of Strange New Worlds. Yeah, that you know, it was yeah, it was is just hilarious. Like, I thought that it was a little bit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Mariner came in. Because I was like, when is she coming? Because we... Yes, right. Yeah. And it was... I, I thought it was actually a bit slower when it was just Boimler. You know, when it was just Jack Wade. Mm-hmm, yep, yep. But then once Manor came in, the energy kind of ramped up so yep. much more. Yes. Um, because even when, when it was just Brad, I thought... I was like, oh, this is, this is good. You know, it's good. Like, you know, it, I, I, I was enjoying it, but... Something wasn't really hitting for me, but then yeah. once Manor <laughs> came in, it really started hitting. You know? Yeah. Like, like, I, I actually... Yeah, yeah. Really hit. yeah. I actually worried that it wasn't um, that she wasn't going to be in it as much. I was like, oh yeah. man, like she's just going to come in later or me too. You know? yeah, and I was I, like, yeah. so I was, you know, when he was about to go back and she comes crashing through the portal, which I thought was right. great. Um, yeah. I was like, yes. And then they couldn't get the portal to work again, which was perfect. Right. And then chaos ensues. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Mariner, you know, talks about what we all think, how, how hot Spock is. Like, yes. The body, the face. Like, it's like, <laughs> and she, kept, she couldn't stop talking about Spock and how hot he is. I was like, yes, this is, this is what we're all this thinking. Great. You know? Yes. It's great. It's exactly, yes, Ethan Peck is really hot. Like, you know, like, it's great. It and, sort of uh, makes me wish for a lower decks Strange New Worlds episode, like a lowercase lower decks Strange New Worlds episode, where nice. maybe some interesting characters, some of the bridge crew that fill in, whatever, uh, like a like a like the TNG episode. Yeah, like sort, but sort of like yeah, but more on the par with lower decks. Like I think that the uh, Mitchell Asian woman Mitchell. Uh, mm-hmm. Navigator would be a great like one of those to do that with, and maybe some other. And by uh, the people. way, where's Chief Kyle? I think I just yes. Yeah. Where is Chief Kyle? He's uh, he's gone. He Actually, did. he he was mentioned in 
lost in translation. I caught that, but oh, he did. Uh, yeah, they just meant they they were just like I think Pike was just like oh, half Chief Kyle beating them up or something like that. But uh, I don't know where he is. Where is he? Where is he? Yes. Yeah, the that's twink. Act- yes, that's where Where's I've the twink? been. Where, Where are all he? the twinks? I think I feel season one had more twinks. <laughs> it, I mean, like I guess, like I guess, technically, like Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid's a little twinky. Like he's yes, like, very tall yes. and skinny. But yes, he is. Yep. Did you have any favorite moments? Oh gosh, uh, I did. Um, and Mike, when was uh, the last time you fanboyed out? Oh, hmm. Oh, that's an even bigger question. Um, I think that was a big that obviously that's a recurring theme. That is a yeah, fanboying out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um gosh. I mean, I fanboyed out when I met Doug Doug Jones in person. That was really cool. Wait, what was the first time you, or when you interviewed him? Or are you talking no, about No, no, no. When you... when we went to Chicago and I Oh okay. I like he was like he only had one person left at his table and I just like blankly like I looked and saw it and I was like, he's still there. I'd, and I thought it was kind of odd because I thought the Discovery crew was doing a like group photo. So I was like, oh, there's no line. I'm going to go up and, and tell, like, and I said, I am Mike. I know we have a, uh, I have a coworker who know who grew up with him. So I think I mentioned that too. What? Like, yeah. What are you and, talking about? Uh, my coworker, Carla, uh, knows Doug Jones. They grew up together. I, I, you didn't you have not shared this information sorry sorry so um so i knew that and then i also i think i might attack that on at the end i was like doug and mike thurlow i interviewed you on the roof of a hotel from hawaii i don't know if you remember something <laughs> like that, mike. so that was really just mm-hmm. a, like uh and it was great because it was just him and i yeah like so because there was no other line like there's no lines or anything so it was just really cool i think um and you know and Doug is such a sweet guy. So I think right. that that's, that was my fanboy moment. Also meeting Will Wheaton. I was actually a little more nervous meeting Will Wheaton. This was before mm-hmm. we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had been like trying to reach out and reach reach him. Right. It took um, so it was, long. It was in the process of all that. And I met him in the middle of that process. Yeah. So there was that, that I was actually a lot more nervous about meeting Will Wheaton. Doug, I just felt like it was just like meeting like a friend or whatever. And now, like if I would see him, I would go right up to him. But sure. So so I'm trying to think, you know, because I I think I would probably fanboy out if I met Wilson Cruz or Anthony Rapp here in the city Mm -hmm. or uh, Melissa Navia, too, who lives in New York as well. Like if I ran into one. Yeah. If I ran into one of them, I think I would Uh. fanboy out for any one of those. Um so, um, yeah. Do you have any fanboy? Not really. Yeah, I came up with a question, but I don't... I mean, I, I, there was this the one time where I saw Wilson Cruz in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and right, to yeah. His name. But yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't. I, but I was with a friend. We were walking, and I want to just shout, Dr. Comer! <laughs> in the middle of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> oh, so I did not awesome. do that. I did not do that. Um, I mean, I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't really fanboy out on people. Like, right. I don't really, yeah. you know, we talked about this before. I, I don't really get, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I I don't really get into the zone where I, I get starstruck mm-hmm. by yeah. people. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really say that I've really fanboyed out much, but maybe, maybe it just needs to be a right person. I don't even know who it is. I was talking to a friend of mine who has met Linda Park just randomly in Chelsea, and oh, he oh. was sharing how like <laughs> he was very effusively expressing his love of Hoshisato to Linda Park. Oh, and wow. She was very, yeah, and she was like, you know, she was very taken back by it, supposedly. Um, that brings I, up a, yeah. that brings up a good part of that episode when finally you see uh, Ortegas, yes. Ortegas like fanboying over Travis Mayweather. Oh my God, that's over- so funny because they were literally fanboying out on the two least utilized characters on Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> Travis right? Mayweather and Hoshi Sato. I was like, thank God someone's calling them out because literally yes. the most underappreciated, underused characters in yes. that show. Like, yeah, so sad. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I thought that was cute that they and then Boimler and Mariner were like, ah, see, we're not the only ones. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I would fanboy majorly over Anson Mount. Uh Anson Mount. If I ran into him, I think that would be I'd be like, oh my uh, god, you are Captain Pike. I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I, I would yeah. totally that that I, that is exactly word for word what I would say <laughs> before I like caught myself. I would yeah. yes. I'd probably be bright red and be like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he seems very friendly though I feel like yeah really yeah friendly. yeah I, I mean I'd probably do the same for Ethan Peck oh so. my god yeah I would totally I, I would yeah. probably fanboy out on Ethan Peck just oh, because see, of how there we go. Is, maybe yeah yeah um, but uh, going back to my original question yeah favorite moments from the episode oh gosh I mean I loved it. I loved when Mariner joined and I loved the the scene where they're talking over in the corner and they're super loud and I mean everybody oh could hear them they're so loud. Oh my god, they're so loud. Um, but that that was enjoyable because it's like, and Boimler was like, shh, shh, like trying to quiet yeah. her down, and she's like, not having it. Um, that was fun. Um, uh, I loved her to her, um, and that whole like getting her to drink, and then the Nasican thing, which I feel like is sort of like were the Nasicans around in this time period. I but apparently like, they were because that yeah, was the like key ancient to the Nausicans portal. I was like ancient Nausicans portal. I was like, what, oh. are the, what are the Nausicans building portals for? <laughs> like, right. They would be like the last race that I would imagine are totally. building anything useful. Exactly. <laughs> so random. But that was the key for getting the information that they needed. But then right. the result was this is a time portal. So I thought that was kind of, the outcome was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just, um, yeah, what was the, what was, you're right, what was the, I was like, okay, it's, that was it. it's ancient Gnostic, it's like, it's okay. So and all like, I said was, this is a time portal, that's all I said. But could we not have surmised that already? Well, I mean, clearly they did, but I think they were looking for operating instructions or something to tell them more, which clearly if they knew Gnosticans, you know, it's like, pressing red button green button like stop and go like they're but not this is one of those things where i'm like shouldn't the computer be able to identify it like why do we need a horror to identify these glyphs like uh, it doesn't really make sense if you think about it like i mean scan it into the chat gpt and like tell me what yes like even is. google images like literally the google <laughs> app you can like yeah. take a picture of a pl- i did this True. yesterday by the way oh, did? A, i was like what what plan is this i took a picture of it in the google in the google app it told me what it was. Oh. Like, 
it'll be able to recognize like ancient uh, yeah. Nazcan glyphs, you know. Like it's just like AI matching. It's like you know probability mm. percent. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we just need we needed Uhura to do something. We needed we needed Uhura to be translating, which is her thing, and we needed right. Mariner to spur a change in someone that caused the answer to come about. Yes. So really, it was Ortegas who said, "Yeah, you know, brought it up." I love Ortegas. I want more of her, bitch. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we didn't. We. I know we're skipping a few episodes of discussion, but I definitely feel that the whole Rigel Seven episode. What was it called? Oh, lost. Not lost. Lotus episode. flowers or Lotus, something. Thank you, Lotus eaters. Lotus eaters. Lotus eaters. Yeah. Um. I just. Uh. Yeah. I just didn't really feel that. That didn't scratch the Ortega's itch for me. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, and we'll talk about that again. Because um, um, she had some good just lines here, like in this one. And she was like, Yes. What was well, it? Like, she, she's like, I am the best, but why? <laughs> like, or something. Yeah. Well, and, you know, she and Chapel were like teasing Boimler. I thought that was cute. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they, they team up and like mess with people. Like, yeah. they're a good tag team. Right. Um, I, lo- I loved how everyone was in on this at some point. And then yeah, number one yeah. is a poster shot, you know, poster child, <laughs> po- poster, poster woman, poster, poster person. woman, a pin up poster. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, uh, that's the same. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, do they still have pin up posters in like the 23rd century? Like, uh, the 24th century. And yes, they do. No, I mean, oh, in, in this. Enterprise. No, because yes, yeah, because. He opened Luna up his was thing. Like, like a pinup poster, and Mariner had no idea what a pinup poster was. So, oh yeah, yeah. So I guess they have pinup posters in the 23rd century, but not in the 24th century. I don't know. <laughs> that was funny. I really liked a lot of the more physical comedy, like, and I think this is where Jack Quaid really put oh, a yeah. lot of work into embodying. Brad Boimler, just mm-hmm. like the screams and the yelps, you know, like just like yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, when he was talking to Mariner, and then Una came from behind, and he literally screams, and like he just like speeds walks, speed walks <laughs> off, like it. Yes. He does this weird like speed walk, and his hips yes. are really like I was like, what is happening? But that's yeah. it. That's it. That's his character, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And and when he and Spock are trying to. To synthesize was a horonium or something. Yes, yes. And literally, like they're screaming. There's so much screaming. Um, it's it's fantastic. It, it really Actually, that is. whole scene was really shot well because they did back to back shots of them down below, like with all the right. stuff exploding over them. Right. And then they both peek out, very right. like lower deck style, to look at the mess that they made. Yeah. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Like that is um, very. Brad Boy, like the you know the perfect angle out, very straight yeah. erect angle that right. they both stared out at. Yeah, so I thought that was really great. Yeah, a lot of that physical comedy, even Mariner when she was like just like squeaking the conference room table, like she was just like <laughs> yeah. rubbing it, and I I don't know, it's like those small things which I feel a lot of it's them improving, you know. Like, oh yeah, probably. I, I will bet money on they are. I think I read an interview with Ethan Peck. Uh, I think it was for EW because he apparently he's good friends with Jack Quaid. And he was oh, just like, okay. yeah, like, you know, there's not used to like improv and kind of ad-libbing 
and oh, nice. on lower decks they do that much more because it's a comedy you know and mm-hmm. they can do that and mike mcmahon encourages that so i think that they just kind of brought a different energy to the set you know that they just don't oh, i'm sure they did yeah so and they already I have just, a good energy on the set so it probably just kind of elevated like some silliness right. and right um, um it, yeah so there's just so many of those like small things that i thought were it, it really does help that they kind of look like their characters yes so it kind of makes it more realistic that yeah. you know this is literally that yes um, yep. i also like that scene where um pike uh, this is where i thought pike was a little bit harsh where he was like so he this is after they tried to steal like not steal a shuttle they, they want to use shuttle to communicate with their oh clients. right yes, yes. and then Pike was like, yeah, I'm just going to drop you off at Starbase 1. You're going to be there. Probably. I was like, okay, that's a little harsh. Like, I was like, <laughs> okay, come on. But yeah, then yeah. it kind of, that was a good um, segue into a scene where Pike um, was talking to them about the birthday party that, you know, yes. he did not want. Yes. That was a good moment, you know. That like, was. That, that was good. And, you know, it was it was really heartfelt when... Um, when Boimler was like, it's not for you, it's for them, essentially, right? It's, you know, yes. I, I thought, thought that was great. Gr- yeah. I thought that, that was, was really great. Yeah. Um, because sometimes those celebrations are not necessarily about you. It's about, like, you know, what people what people want. Like, your friends, they want to celebrate you. They want to spend mm-hmm. time with you. I yeah. thought that was great, you know? And there, I, I like those, those few moments of kind of um, character development that we got. That. Yeah, so, that was actually really nice. And then sort of the... Going back to the poster thing with number one, the underlining worry of hers was that some doom was going to come to her similar to Pike. So I thought that was a a nice juxtaposition Mm -hmm. with um, it being very honorary for her to be on the poster for Starfleet recruitment and that Boimler has saved that poster and has that poster (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's kind of in awe of her uh, but I thought that that undertone I liked how they brought that back because you know it's very clear that they didn't they walked very closely around it with Pike they were like oh we know what happens to you but do you oh know God, what they, happens they to you job, they did such a bad job like trying like the Temple Prime directive they, they did oh yeah was, yeah it was awful like it was yeah. so bad but he, you know, it was in small doses, and for that with Pike, at least he already knew. Sure, it, you know. Um, but I laughed. Or the other piece of that um, Chapel Ortega scene was that there's a Captain Pike Day as <laughs> a holiday. I was like, okay, way to spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, that was a little, a uh, little much, but um, yeah, um, I, this was. Uh, it's, Did you, you know, have any moments you didn't like, or was it all kind of just uh, really? No, fun? this was just an enjoyable, like from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, I think because of the setup, because it started out in Lower Decks World and ended in Lower Decks World, and then went back to the Enterprise in the animated form. Right yeah. at the end, I just thought it was very. Um, I liked that bookend, so it set it up really well. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't like an afterthought. It was the pre-thought. Like it was really thought out well. Like this was a really well done episode. It was. It was. So, I'm, I'm glad we also got some. It was a, only a little bit. We got some Rutherford and Tendi. I yeah yeah. yeah. It was nice that and even oh oh and right also Jay Ransom. O'Connell. Yeah, Ransom right. Did. He was like ooh, numero uno. She's one. so hot. She's yeah. also my wife in real life. Like yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah, they got some cameos. Um, yeah, and it wasn't yep. just it. Wa- it wasn't um, just Jack and um, Tony Newsom. I can. Yeah. Right. That. No. Yeah. It was good to to have that. And then, so the one thing we didn't talk about was the Orions, which I just want to talk about briefly because the uh-huh. captain looks so familiar. Yeah, he did look familiar, but I did not know. I can't I see memory place alpha. Him. What can memory alpha tell us? You know, Special he he has the face like um Oh, who's doing the jury duty TV series on Amazon? I can't think um, of his name. Um, you know, I never I didn't watch. I didn't um, either. Dennis watched it. Um I feel like we need some like theme music right now. No, 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 I'm looking at his Wikipedia. His name is um, Greg Brick. Okay. Um, But he does look familiar. I just don't know. I think he looks like another actor that I'm thinking of. He's been in like a a bunch of different things. He's been on Titans, The Lost Symbol. Or he was on Channel Zero, which was a sci-fi horror movie. Oh, he was in The Handmaid's Tale. Um, Um, No, that wouldn't have been. He was in Weona Earp. He was on The Expanse. Oh, he's been a you, bunch of things. What yeah. do you play on the Expanse? I wonder. Maybe that's where I recognize him from. The Expanse. He played Lopez. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. I don't either. All right. Uh, well, yeah, he's been um, a bunch of different things. Actually. He looked familiar. He looked like some more famous actor, which I thought was interesting. But um, I did like the whole Orion angle about this with Tendi. You know, it just made a nice. Uh, through line of the episode mm-hmm. as far as the or Orion's went. So Yeah. Um no that I like that too. That and they had some of those uh references to Tendi's background lower deck. So yes. what, what is what is she? Mistress of what? Of the winter or something like that. And he <laughs> picked up on that right away. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, it was perfect. Uh, was, like I, it, they said the magic words and like, he was like, Oh shit. Like that's the mistress of winter. And he was like all about it all of a sudden. So, but it's like um, all the same, you know, again, um, again, it's those moments when they're just saying things and making references that are so appropriate to the characters. Cause yeah, that scene in the captain was like, how do you know that? And, Beckett was Mariner was like, well, we just literally just said that we're we're time travelers. It's like he doesn't listen or something. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. like but that's very them, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even it's like he's not even listening. Oh, the side com- the the side commentary. Be, the side commentary, which would be like your inter- for most people, normal people, it'd be your internal monologue. Right. Or like you'd type it in, I'm thinking like in a Zoom chat, you would be like, Oh, like what the you know, the yeah. little WTF comments that you direct message to people while you're on right. a zoom call or whatever, like right. the things you don't say out loud that I actually do worry sometimes that I'm about to say something. Out loud. <laughs> sometimes I fear that that internal monologue will escape out if I'm not paying attention. Oh my um, God. I, I think I've totally done that. Cause I have like no filter. Right. So you need, I need, I need Dennis definitely 
Dennis, uh, your boyfriend definitely has an external monologue <laughs> all the time, all the time. Especially if you get like one or two drinks in him, it's like oh, oh you just need a, over. Yeah, just a margarita, and that's all. It's all just over. like one margarita. That's all it takes. All it takes. Um, well, cool. Well, this was a this this was a great episode, and it's uh, it's unfortunate that none of the great actors who are in this episode can talk about it because of the strength. So, well, I think. Technically, the animation guild is separate, so they oh, really? couldn't actually talk. Yes, so technically speaking, I believe this is. I, I did not have the fine print, but this is why I've heard from multiple podcasters that the animation animation is a separate category and it's a okay. separate guild or something. So technically, Kate Mulgrew did not have to, you know, not go to SCLV. Like, but I think that uh, she probably, yeah, she could have. She technically could talk about Prodigy if she wanted to. Oh, but I see. She probably is not going out of solidarity. Um, yeah, and I, you know, when I heard that uh, she wasn't going, I also kind of chalked it up to the fact that she probably has some very strong opinions on them the dropping it. Yeah, yeah them dropping probably. it. So um, better to let time and uh, processes work out to find out whether there'll be a you know a new home for Prodigy. But I'm sure she has some thoughts on that. I know. Um, I'm so, uh, we I'm all so have sad about Prodigy. I yeah. really hope. Uh, yeah, at least now we got the back. Not only the back half um, on digital or on DVD, on DVD, DVD and Blu-ray, but now the entire show is available on, like, I think Prime. Like, you can buy it. You know. Oh, okay. It's not just like completely unavailable. <laughs> Which it was so, for. It was for know. a little bit. Yeah. And I don't even know. Like, did didn't the second half of the season drop? But they sold out of DVDs or no? They're still. Available. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. So anyway, well. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Now, and now I want like a lower decks crossover like every season. Yeah. No. This is, this is really good. Uh, but I think, like you said, with only ten episodes, you really. I know. You, I know. you know, you can't you do this. We can't have a comedy episode or two comedy episodes and then a it's crossover many. episode. And then, because yeah. I think even though Stranger Worlds is still a single episode show, I still think that we want the through lines. We want the, the tying together mm-hmm. of all these episodes that make it a continuity for us. Well, when we had 26 episodes on DS9, like, we would get like maybe one episode, uh, one episode that's the Frankie episode, and that would be the silly episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, one yeah. out of twenty six versus like three out of ten. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, and that was that was enough because uh, they wanted the again the heavy hitting sci fi drama. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, three out of ten is definitely a little bit thirty thirty percent is definitely a little bit too much. Um. So yeah, that's all right. All right. Any final thoughts on those old scientists? No, I feel like, yeah, for the most part, I feel it paid off. Um, I, I feel, I feel Mariner could have, you know, if she was like with him at almost like even sooner, it would be even better. Um, But it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Like, you know, like I, I I'm glad we got what we got and, she oh, does absolutely. sort of take over, so I think it was nice for Brad Boimler to have his own. She like, is a very strong fan, presence, I guess. Fanboy yeah. moment with Pike and the crew. So, yeah, um, she but is, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tony is a very strong presence. But she does bring the energy up. I would agree to that. Oh my so, god, like yeah. a lot, like a lot. Yes. 
Um, no, I love Tanya. She's like honestly spectacular. I, I think she's so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, would, I, I think that if we were going to, well, in the future, going to a convention, if when if we do, um, I think seeing her would be on the top of my list. I think. Yeah, she's she's I great. Just, yeah, she's really, fin- yeah. she's truly fantastic. Yep. Um, no, that's yeah. I think. Um, All right. I, I'm sure we're missing something, but I think we, we yeah we covered but most of the bases. We covered. Yeah, we did. I took I took no notes, so maybe next time. All right. Well, I think we covered a lot of it. So I think we're good. It was a great episode. Um, thank you to all the actors who put that on and to the writers who wrote that episode. And yeah. Jonathan oh, Frakes, and who Frakes. Directed, yeah. directed it. So yeah, I did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, the one scene that I did not like, and I thought was oh. very random. There was one scene. When um, I did not love the the conversation that Boyma had with Pelia, it was, it felt very random oh. to me. It like, it was a very, like, it was a, I don't remember the scene before, but then it, he went straight to the engine room. I was like, wait, why is he doing, why is he doing engineering? He needed and to then, think about what Pike told him, I think is what he's, it was yeah, something like that. And, or, yeah. and then he had, yeah, like a one-on-one Pelia. And then Pelia said something like, yeah, like, you know, gave him some words of wisdom, like something along the lines of, you know, like instead of just pretending, pretending to be who you want to be, become who you want to be, something like that. Yeah. And then the next scene is like him trying to like, you know, just steal the, not steal, but you know, use Break the into shuttle. the shuttle. Yeah. Yep. And it was, it felt a little shoehorned in. Like I, it didn't really feel like from a, from a flow perspective, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice and I was like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. honestly, I don't really feel, Pel- I'll be honest, I don't feel Pelia is really being utilized super well this season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's, it's here and there, but I, I still don't really know much about this woman for someone that's apparently lived thousands of years. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm still, I still really know her. Um, yeah. So this was a little bit, it, it felt a little bit off to me in terms of flow, but it was fine. It's like a minor couple for me. I, I thought it was slightly out of place, and I I thought maybe it's because... Jack Quaid wanted a scene with Carol Kane, maybe, sure, or maybe. there was some relationship there, like through his parents or whatever. That you know, wouldn't it be you know something yeah, someone maybe. said or whatever? But no, that's, no. you know, um, um, it yeah. did that. That was that was like the only scene that kind of mm-hmm. stood out to me. That was it was a little odd flow wise, yeah. but it was. Yeah. It didn't break the episode for me. No, it didn't. Yeah, that, no. that'll be my, my one one, okay. one nitpick, I suppose. All right. Fair enough. We, you know, we usually find something that we didn't like, but anyway. Sure. We always have, I have notes all the time. All the time. All um, right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, Mike, do you want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor? I do. Uh, and Fansets will be in Las Vegas at the... We will not be. When, we when will not is be. next weekend? Like, when is it? It is in two weekends, I would say. Oh. Not next weekend, because next weekend is the 30th. It's the following weekend. Um, first weekend uh, in August, um, yeah. but they'll be there, and apparently they're going to have a ton of new pins there, um, which is amazing. Uh, since we last recorded, which was about a month ago, they've come out with a bunch of new pins as well, um, including a new David Ajala uh, signed pin. Uh, oh yeah, is, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've come wait, out is he with- like signing each one individually? Or I, I don't know how they work. An engravement know. of his signature. Maybe. That's a great question. I, I, I'm not sure, to be oh, honest. Okay. 
right. um, how they do the process. But this, you know, follows the Doug Jones one. I feel like they did one other one, Robin Curtis. So they have a this new autograph pin line, which yeah. is great. Um, they also have a bunch of new universes Trek. So they have uh, Chakotay. Apparently, they've gone into season series two now. So. Archer, Archer, Captain Archer of the Enterprise, an XO one, and Commander Chicote of Voyager are the newest ones. They also uh, launched Gwyn from Prodigy, oh. and uh, oh, and sorry, they they also did a Captain Picard one with the Enterprise D in the pin as well. So lots of new pins out there. Um, they're going to have a bunch of new ones, including a Delta, I believe, from. I want to say like some the Admiral's Delta from Picard season three. So whatever Delta Picard was wearing in season mm. three, okay, I think they have like the special like like one. Maybe it's even from season season two. I can't remember. But anyway, oh. um, they're gonna have a bunch of pins. So go check them out if you're going to Las Vegas. Check them out. You're gonna see all these amazing pins in person. But if you're not going, go to fansets.com. Put a bunch of pins in your cart. If you use the code TrekGeeks, all one word, you're going to save 10% on your order. And orders over $30 in the U.S. will ship for free. So we want to thank Fansets for being the premier sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network and Deep Space Pride. Thanks, Fansets. And we would love to hear from everyone. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram. We are not live on Threads yet, but maybe one day. Um, our handles there are at dspacepride, and you can also email us at dspacepride at gmail.com. All right. What um, is all that racket in the background? Is Dennis like packing boxes? Just, like, what is oh, oh, the racket is uh, Hamish behind me with his um, oh. bone that he likes to drop and like chew on and then drop and chew on. Okay. And, oh, so it's sort of become like, it's almost like a kid is playing with bricks behind my head behind me which is essentially true my dog is playing with his bone and loves to make noise mm. so it's interesting so i guess the uh echo cancellation and the background <laughs> noise well, reduction do so does much. not work yeah well i can only yes. do so much like yes. you know i couldn't really quite tell what it was um uh it's, it's life like happening muffled. it's life happening around me i apologize to all our listeners if that was distracting i was um, just like what is it i was like you know, activity. someday maybe I will have a podcast booth that will be soundproof and or just an office, like or an office, but, a closed um, office doesn't yeah. even need to be like a podcast. It isn't a Faraday cage like my old office was. So. No, not a Faraday cage. Oh my god, <laughs> which it was. Uh, but anyway, um, well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We're happy to be back. This is a fun conversation about a really fun episode, and we'll do more of these soon. Eventually, if yes. the timing allows. If the timing of life allows. Yeah. So well, those of you who are going to Star Trek Las Vegas, have a wonderful time. And uh, we will uh, talk to you all in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.
Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.